So if we remove the, the mental layer of marketing, like what's going on with strategies and concepts, et cetera, and look at the, the level below, the energetic level, this is what's going on. And those are the, the two different approaches, in my opinion. One is also the very much feminine approach, the intuitive one, the I'm just being me mm-hmm. and I'm radiating this frequency. And the other one is I'm having that picture in my mind, that goal, I need to present this or that. And I'm basically molding it that way to put it out. Two completely different approaches. Welcome, everybody. You are listening to the Omni Channel podcast, a podcast from digital marketers to digital marketers. I'm your host, Dominique Legrand, and my mission is to help fellow marketers and entrepreneurs to grow their businesses online. So buckle up and let's get started. So Katya, I'm so, so happy to have you here. Um, I think our topics are so interesting in a sense that authenticity in marketing and um, and congruency as well, right? Like those are like the main lines. Yeah, exactly. So really like being, being aligned with all of yeah. you. Yeah, uh, I guess before we get just jump into the meat and potatoes of the subject, like, do you mind talking about like your story? Like, mm-hmm. how did you become what you're doing right now? And what exactly mm-hmm. are you doing right now? <laughs> well, so I right now, uh, I'm a transformational coach. So I really help people to find that alignment and um, becoming that transformational coach has also been a journey for me because that's not what I've been doing um, all my life. I started out working in communications, working in marketing for over a decade for, yeah, huge, huge global um, players, also for mid-sized companies, mostly lifestyle and fashion. So really diverse industries, diverse companies, um, mainly in yeah, I would say more strategic roles, um, also in branding and in, in roles where I would advise other people um, how to communicate, how to bring a message across. So I just have this huge knowledge about communications and branding in general um, and how to, how to build a brand and how a brand is perceived through um, all its actions like the little subtle nuances um, that even sometimes for professional brands seem not aligned. Um, And you can transfer that one-on-one on on a person. Mm -hmm. And I moved out of um, the communications and and, uh, branding world about three years ago. Yeah. Um, Through my own personal journey, I... Yeah, followed my intuition, which led me to a place in Mexico where I got in touch with a shaman and experienced plant medicine for the first time. And just, it really opened me up and brought me on a path and showed me where my my own life wasn't aligned anymore. And that started out a really transformational journey. Um, I've been on my spiritual journey already a while before. But that really deepened it. And in that moment, I knew, okay, it's time now for a new chapter. It's time to change. Um, it's time to move out of like corporate and branding in the context, how I've been doing it. It's time to embrace a different direction to focus my work on um, something more purposeful, um, something where I feel I can contribute even more beyond just selling products. Um, and that's how I also discovered coaching, how I discovered transformational coaching. Um, in, my, in my career before, I've been in various leadership positions. So I coach team members, I coach directs, et cetera, but um, never really went for a proper training, which I then did. And um, 
it showed me so much how also the human works um, and how basically everything's connected. And I started out supporting people and transitioning from where they are to where they want to be. Um, but removing all the mind stuff, removing this like rational performance driven approach, this, oh, this is how we should do it because we're all so stuck in our conditioning and, and the way how we've been told and learned how we should be, that what really is our essence has a hard time to shine through. And it's, it's a process of peeling off those layers to bring us back to that essence because every one of us um, has this gift that it's what we're supposed to do here, how we're supposed to actualize. And if we manage to um, tap into that and to hit that sweet spot, that's also where our energy is magnetic for others. And this is where it relates to branding as well, because if you are truly authentic, people will sense that about you, clients will sense that about you, customers will sense that about you. And this is what draws them in. So approaching marketing from a different perspective in a sense. Um, I'm also working a lot with intuition. This is actually how we met. Um, so the intuitive approach is highly underrated. And um, this is also what, what I teach people to work with um, the invisible, to work with what is probably not that obvious. And you can transfer this knowledge also one-on-one on, -one on like branding and on marketing. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of where it merges and um, what our topic will also be for today. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for sharing all of that. I, I've always been amazed. I, I remember the first time we talked, you know, and I was like amazed by your story. Like you went to the jungle, like talked to a shaman and like now you got trained by what I'm like, holy, this is like a next level thing for me. Um, you mentioned a bit about alignment and how to, how that is affecting how you operate in your business, how, how authentic you are. Um, what are the symptoms that I'm not in alignment at the point at this moment? Like, how can I see that, that I'm not in alignment with, you know, with my brand or there is this mismatch? Well, if you, if you're honest with yourself, you will notice quite quickly because you will feel that something is off and that you are, might be approaching things from the mind from the will you, you just want to make things happen but they're not happening or they are happening you're successful in what you wanted to do but the happiness is not coming with it so afterwards you basically check the box but you still feel empty you feel depleted you feel um, you need to distract yourself with something um, so that's that's mostly a sign where you're not aligned where your mind and your heart are not in congruence. And mm -hmm. it's about establishing this congruence. I mean, everybody's very individual. So um, it might show for everyone differently, but in general, you'll feel it. When, when something is aligned, it brings you into the flow state. So things are easy. You don't need to think about it. It will just happen. The, the flow of life will just Take you along it will present you with the right opportunities it will present you mm -hmm. with the right people and you don't actually have to do anything then mm -hmm. just going with it and allowing it and if it feels like a constant battle if it feels like you're just putting it energy in and it's not working or what you're doing is actually not filling you up energetically but you feel more drained afterwards that's a sign that you're not in alignment um i've seen that you mentioned this concept before about tapping into your own frequency can you explain what does that mean and how can one tap into their frequency yeah so that's actually um something i experienced quite profoundly when i spent those four months um living and learning uh from a shaman in 
in the jungle um, in Mexico. So when, when you are on yourself or by yourself for an extended period of time and you remove the distractions from the, the outside, you remove, um, let's say, the, or you reduce the media, social media consumption, you reduce all the chatter that's going on on the outside, looking at what other people are doing. Mm -hmm. And this is also how, where we can relate it back to marketing. Um, just really focusing on you, what feels good for you, what you actually wanna do, what brings you joy and looking inward, going inward, starting the conversation with you. This, this will be the moment when you will learn to get to know yourself and to understand your own frequency. Because so often, especially in marketing, um, there are all those approaches and strategies that we can try, right? And, mm -hmm. um, and I've fallen in that trap too in, in the beginning when I started out going for this approach, going for that approach because others have been successful with it, but it wasn't in alignment with me. So um, really, finding out what works for you, but not from the inside out, more from, not from the outside in, but rather from the inside out. And for that, you need to know yourself first. You need to know, okay, what is, what is my own frequency? How am I feeling? What, in, in which state, in which mood am I actually when I'm in balance? Mm -hmm. When I'm really not affected by, anything in the external and this is a space which you open up which then really allows you to also dive deeper into topics like purpose okay what why why am i doing this what am i supposed to do um if you have all this chatter going on of other people are doing that or um people are telling me this is a very lucrative thing i should do that that's taking you away from your own frequency so sitting in stillness and being an absolute presence and awareness with yourself will allow you to tap into your own frequency. And this is then the starting point to, yeah, to build a brand for everything else. The starting point to take it from there and know your frequency, know what you want to bring forward and how you want to do that in your own way. And then seeing what is aligned with that as a brand. Mm -hmm. um... There's so many things that you mentioned that were so important. Um, the first thing that I would say is that um, I think in these two weeks, I experienced an extent amount of overwhelm from what I've been seeing online for what other people are doing and like, what should you be doing? And I was talking to other coaches as well, and they are completely overwhelmed. And it's hard to be keeping like what is me where do I begin when you see that you have the cheddar you have you have to hit you know 5k 6k 7k whatever k you know in your business mm -hmm. and that's when you're successful and you kind of see that it feeds your brain it makes you think like you're you're behind or that you should be chasing a number and and everybody's trying to sell you everything all the time <laughs> and <laughs> that's like the baseline and, and what I've learned is that as I was talking to a lot of coaches, I ended up investing in one. And right now we are working together. And that was the most authentic one that didn't try to sell me anything. We just talked, you know. And but before I had conversations with uh, mentors that I look up to, like coaches that I look up to. And honestly, I have to say that both of them are so high up where they are that they didn't even care to actually examine if the program is for me. All they wanted to do is to sell, mm. right? And you can sense that even though they have that pre-built leverage of, you know, their content, their videos, like whatever I consume from them, I really looked up to these people with starry eyes that, oh my God, they can help me. And once we get into a conversation, I realized they throw things at you and it's just not landing because it's not me you clearly didn't take the time to examine and you can nlp mirror all you want it's just not going to land and this one coach that i never consumed any content just get into a call and in 
like one hour, I'm like, okay, where do I sign up? And that was just something authentic and something real that I felt like we are understanding each other. And this is what I want to work with. And so you said you have to sit in calm and just like isolate yourself a bit to, to understand, like get the frequency of what you want and who you are. And um, I start to realize that, you know, all of those beliefs that I implanted in your brain, that you have to do this because of that. Uh, one of the big beliefs that I've gotten from people is that, oh, you can't charge a certain amount of money if you haven't spent that money. Like, th like these are the beliefs that they implant in your mm -hmm. brain. Oh, you need to do this. You need to get this program, that and that. And then maybe then you can do this. Uh, uh, all of that everybody has their belief systems and they all try to pursue it that theirs is the one that you need and so I really went on a quest of trying to fix myself as if there was something wrong <laughs> as if I need this coaching I need this mentoring I need this and that and and I realized that I'm fine and and I need to sit with who I am and and work from there inside so that I, I can, I know exactly what I want and what's for me, what's not. So um, just circling back to this intuitive pool energy, I think that you, you try to describe when you are drawn into something that it's not hard, right? It's, it's easy. Um, I was looking at Susie Butty. She's the CEO of Poopery, which is a nine-figure company. Uh, the product is incredibly uh, ridiculous. But she, she really talks about this pool energy and lean into your intuition. And she goes to the jungle. She went like 19, 90 times to the jungle, to the shamanic ceremony. And she's like huge believer in that. Every time she comes back, she learns something new. Uh, what obviously you've been doing it yourself. Like what do you think that has given you? in your finding out who you are. So it's, uh, it's so interesting that you mentioned nature because I just spent a lot of time in nature and also with a, a dear friend um, who is absolutely into wilderness. And through him, I even learned beyond what, what I learned in my experience in the shamanic initiation, how to connect to nature because nature is, is just always present. It requires you to be in the present moment because there is no past or no future in, in nature. If we come back to the human roots, the human animalistic roots, humans could only survive when they were in the present moment, when they were in nature. And there is no, no distraction because nature just is. So. Mm -hmm connecting with nature um, is a very powerful way of coming back to your own frequency. I mean, there are so many different tools, um, but I have now also experienced just through connection with nature that you can get into expanded states of consciousness um, like you would, for example, with substances. So, I can very much relate to um, what you described about her, that whenever you spend a lot of time in nature, it recalibrates you, it brings you new insights just by watching nature, um, how it performs because everything is so perfectly lined out um, and, and designed by nature. We can learn so much about our human nature and transfer that um, on, on different areas of life. So nature definitely is a big part of coming back to yourself, um, connecting with yourself again, and to find out what is truly you. I absolutely also love the difference how you described it with um, the, the coaches, the, the different approaches um, that worked for you or not, because this is this exactly it. There are two ways how, um, that you can witness. One is really much the, I'm selling you something and I'm persuading you this is the right approach. And the other one is just, I'm being me 
I'm in my authentic frequency, I'm an energetic field. And if you want to be part of that, because it, it does something to you, it, it shifts something in you when you're exposed to my energetic field, then you're invited to come. And those are two completely different approaches. One is classical marketing and the other one, I call it frequency marketing. This is when you're not necessarily selling very aggressively or you're putting out one solution, but people will feel that, oh, with that person, there is something for me to explore. Um, and I've experienced that with uh, clients that come to me. They, because I, I'm not very much focused on one thing or one specific messaging or defining like the keywords that work best. It's people find me through the weirdness, synchronicities and coincidences. Mm. And then um, they also sometimes say things like, I don't really know why, but I just have the feeling I'm supposed to work with you. So they cannot really pinpoint it to that specific program or that, that one thing that they want to learn. They just feel that there is something in the energy that would be beneficial for them to be exposed to. And this is actually how energy works. You, you don't, when you work with the coach, you don't pay him or her to teach you certain tools because those tools could also be taught by anyone else. You are basically investing in um, having the opportunity to be in that energetic field of that person. And just by being exposed to their energetic field, to seeing how they're doing it, how they're embodying what you actually want to embody. And you mentioned your coach, she, she is so authentic and she she was not trying to sell you anything and that's what got you in because she was embodying this, um, this authenticity and that's what you were looking for. So if we remove the, the mental layer of marketing, like what's going on with strategies and concepts, et cetera, and look at the, the level below, the energetic level, this is what's going on. And those are the, the two different approaches, in my opinion. One is also the very much feminine approach, the intuitive one, the I'm just being me mm-hmm. and I'm radiating this frequency. And the other one is I'm having that picture in my mind, that goal, I need to present this or that. And I'm basically molding it that way to put it out two completely different approaches. Mm -hmm. Uh, I love that you mentioned energy and um, Susie that I told you this CEO, the nine figure CEO, um, she also talks about this uh, dissonance, uh, this, this energetic differences when you are in flow state versus when you are not in flow state. Right. And she, she mentioned that there was a meeting and they were trying to find a solution and she could walk in the room and stop, stop next to a person and said, this is the energy. This is the good energy. And just like pinpoint when it's time to get into the solution by the shifts of the energy. Do you, are you able to as well detect because you're so intuitive, the energy shift? And, and even that getting that from other people that you are interacting with or beings. Yeah, so that's actually mostly how I work very intuitively and like picking up the energies. Mm-hmm. Um, for example, also in coaching sessions when I know, okay, the client is in an energy that is right now not allowing them to move forward and keeping them stuck, mm-hmm. I, I will implement tools or exercises or just little things that help them to shift the energy in that moment to allow them to expand again so this is and this is such a big gift using your intuitive skills on picking up on things if you're an empath for example you you will know it you walk into a room and you can immediately pick up on things without words being spoken you just know what's going on energetically that those two people are seem to be in a fight and there is like something heating up, you just feel it. Mm-hmm. And every one of us has those, those gifts. We're all 
intuitive. We just have unlearned how to be intuitive. And that's the quality you can tap into again and develop. And when we do that, it opens us up because then we can access more information than just the ones provided by the rational mind. Mm-hmm. Also, if you really look at it and, and you know how the brain works and how consciousness mm-hmm. works, and it's so fascinating because it's only a really tiny amount of all the information that we take in that actually gets stored in our conscious mind. That's where the rational mind is operating from. And all the other information, they go straight to the subconscious. Mm-hmm. And you cannot access it unless maybe through hypnosis or bringing things up or mm-hmm. through intuition. Like intuition is our gateway to, to access the information that are beyond the storage of the rational mind and it's so much more information it's like (laughs) basically watching a black and white movie or having a full color spectrum Mm -hmm. it's it's a huge difference and um, this is also a paradigm we we're currently shifting into more people are learning how to be intuitive are are exploring their intuitive skills um so yeah if you know that but it's it starts with knowing yourself first also there to be able to distinguish what is my energy what is someone else's Mm -hmm. then you can read the energy around you so as you see this is how it relates back again and um the yeah i just really love working intuitively with people and also training them or showing them how to develop those intuitive skills. Because Mm -hmm. in the moment when it then switches and you see, oh, wow, actually, yeah, um, it's amazing. It's amazing. Wow. That must Mm -hmm. be really amazing to witness that. Um, Just to talk a bit more about uh like branding we always start about you know we need to know who we are first right Mm -hmm. we need to be uh distancing the chatter like whatever is going on tap in and need to know who we are um i just had a breakthrough this morning with my coach um as we were talking about um there was a question like what is currently something that uh that i'm ashamed of and my answer was in the worksheet that it was sharing my true desires mm-hmm. and and what we kind of come into realizing is that I have this uh I've been holding back expressing myself for so long that it's just been something that I'm so fearful and and I think expression is you're in your brand it's super important and so how do, how do we get the courage to, to tap into that self-expression? We need to give ourselves the permission to do it. And it helps if we find role models who are already doing it because uh, it's, it's not easy in the beginning. We have this image in our minds that has been programmed what it means to be, uh, and then you continue the sentence. Successful coach, professional consultant whatsoever how do you show up on social media what is content that you can and cannot put out but all this is based on um what we have observed in others but there are no rules you are your own brand and your brand should be an extension of your personality and an extension of all the facets so we of course have sides of us everyone has sides that we don't appreciate so much that we don't want to show but Mm -hmm. they are all part of us and this is where vulnerability also comes in if you also allow other people to see that part you will actually win their hearts because that's when you're showing them that you're a human too and they can relate way more to you than if you have this polished image of Mm -hmm being that perfect human, perfect, professional, perfect whatsoever. Um, again, two different approaches. One is the very like 
masculine energy one i do it that way i create a certain image and i will push 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 and the other one is the very feminine one i'm just like being me 100 and through doing that i will allow the right people to see me because in the end you you have the greatest results you have the most fun working with people who are actually really coming to you for you and not for the image that you created and then it also becomes easy then you get into flow because you're not doing anything else than just being you and through showing that mm -hmm. through giving yourself the permission to express that with all its facets you're basically sifting the people the, the people that really resonate with you they have an easier time to find you if you're not showing who you are fully, then the people that are meant for you won't find you or have a harder time finding you. And this is where it's, it seems counterintuitive, um, but this is how it works. You, the more you show of yourself, um, the, the more alignment happens also in the external. Um, and it's just a shift of perspective. That's, that's the one thing where it's connected to fear, like, oh my God, when I show myself fully, when I express myself fully, then X, Y, Z, Z happens, um, then I might get rejected or people will think this and that. Um, we, we try to hide those parts of us, but actually if we allow them to be expressed, this will draw more of the right people in for us. Mm -hmm. I think you put that beautifully. Uh, I think we struggle with a self-expression, you know, because of many reasons, because in our childhood, perhaps we were not allowed to express ourselves, you know, or whatever reason we hold back or mm -hmm. the fear of judgment. I think for me, that was a fear of criticism of what people think of me. And I, I would say it's a process. It is a process to, to show that side of you that what you really want, but you just it's for me that was so that still is still so intimate mm -hmm. that I think there's only one person besides me that I shared with even my like my partners I'm not telling them because I'm like that's just so intimate you know for me and I think I, I know what you mean it's, it starts with allowing yourself to express that and then and then let that go and then you said it's it's easier if you have someone that can you know, can mentor, I can mentor you, right? Like you can model as well, see that. Uh, but you also mentioned that we'll attract the right, you know, type of energy in your, in your, in your life, in your business. Mm -hmm. So how that would manifest? Like once I start putting myself out there, do you think I'll be able to see uh, that coming to my life? Like how did it happen? How did it happen for you when you tapped into your authentic self? Yeah, so the, the process that I witnessed in, in my own journey, but also in others is you have this huge fear of, oh my God, what happens if I do this, if I write that, if I show that side of myself? And first, like a disclaimer, showing yourself fully doesn't mean that you need to tell everyone everything. It just means expressing yourself in that moment without inhibition, without overthinking. You just do what you feel you want to do without worrying about who, how, who might perceive it, how. Mm -hmm. um, does that make sense? So really um, just being you in that moment without thinking too much about it. Um, and hold on, now I, I lost my, <laughs> now I lost my train of thought. Can you, can you um, give uh, me the question again? One more yeah, time, so um, you were saying that in order for, for us to be tapping into that authentic, you know, expression of what we want. Uh, we either need to model someone who already does it. And you said, or, or, and, and it's not something that we need to express everything, but how just to finding that like sweet spot in our expression of, uh, of, of our personal expression. And, uh, and then this is where I lost it, I think. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think your question was about um, how, how do you, well, what does the effect look like if you yeah, do that, if you really that. embody that? Yeah, so um, there is this moment of 
when you're doing it for the first time and you're like, oh my God, what will happen if I do that? And then once you get over the fear and you do it anyways, you will actually be surprised about the positive reactions of people. Um, in my personal experience, it was that what I like worried about most that people might judge was then actually what spoke to them most. Really? That was the reason why they reached out. Yeah. Um, the, so the thing that worries us most um, hides the biggest gifts mm -hmm. very often. That's the case. And I've also seen it in clients once they move past that and um, allowed themselves to express that side. It was as if a weight was lifted off their shoulders. Like, oh my God, it feels so good. I feel so much lighter just having shown that side, having expressed that, putting that out. Um, why didn't I do that already earlier? Mm -hmm. We are so often worrying too much for a too long time about things. And then once we, we just need a moment of courage to do it and then it's dissolved. Mm -hmm. And it's about this continuous feeling, feeling of the layers, not, not overthinking it. And of course, then looking inside, why, why is it difficult for us? Why uh, do we get triggered in those moments? Why are we even hesitating? What's, what's behind that? Mm -hmm. And then we can dive deeper and, and explore ourselves. It's, it relates back to, yeah, an inner core wounding, something that, as you said, we feel ashamed of or we are afraid to, to be judged for. So there's always a fear behind that. But if we manage to pass, uh, to move past that fear, that's where the actual expansion and growth can happen. Do you think it's getting easier uh, the more you do it, the more you express it, it's it's going to be easier it's going, or it's just going to be always remaining, but you kind of uh, silence that, you know, scare, you know, whatever you have in your brain. Um, it's, it gets easier because you're, you're training yourself into the habit of doing it, into um, becoming comfortable with the uncomfortable. That's, that's how you it's move hard. out of the comfort That sounds zone. really hard. Yeah. <laughs> but just knowing that there is no point in waiting until it won't feel uncomfortable anymore. So evolve first to a point where it doesn't feel uncomfortable because that won't happen. The, the way of evolving is through going this, going through this feeling of uncomfortableness. You do something that is out of your comfort zone and that stretches you. This way you grow you literally grow into the bigger version of you mm. so um and the more often you do it i mean the first time it's oh my God, what will happen it's like big drama but the more often you do it you you know yourself you'll know okay this is just my um inner critic now or my mind telling me i shouldn't do that people will judge me whatever it might be um and then when you you just push through because you know I've done it before and you remind yourself okay how was it in those times what amazing things actually happened afterwards and that will make it easier for you mm -hmm. but it will it there will always be this little okay so it's not going it. to go away completely ever is what you're saying it's, well, it's always going to remain a seed of whatever in doubt um for the same thing yes it might you might not even think about it anymore, but as we're evolving, we're also, our challenge is also evolving or we're peeling another layer off and then there's something else behind it. So mm -hmm. let's give you a concrete example. If you, for example, um, struggled with social media, mm -hmm. right? Just, um, or in general with public speaking, um, then the first, Insta life might feel like you would prefer to die <laughs> instead of doing it. But once you've done it a few times, your nervous system gets so used to it. You kind of regulate it to a new level that you might start to enjoy it or it might feel normal for you. you if you do things long enough, you just get used to it. Mm. But that doesn't mean that now all your fear of public speaking is gone. When you then get invited to a conference to speak somewhere, 
you might feel that initial anxiety again, but you basically know the process of mm -hmm. how you move through that. It's all about, and this is where, where we come back to the energetic layer as well. It's all about um, calming your nervous system because what happens in processes of transformation is that your, your ego wants to keep the body, the nervous system in energetic homeostasis. So where you are, where you, what you know, what feels safe and familiar. Mm -hmm. Once you move out of that, the nervous system is alerted, like, oh my God, what's happening? Something is new. This is not good. Let's try to bring it back to normal. This is where, where the fear comes up. But once you push through that, soon your nervous system will adapt to a new level. And then you're just doing it and you won't even react to it anymore. New things will come in, which your nervous system reacts to, but what has challenged you in the past might become super easy for you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh, that, that's, a, that's good news that, you know, it is, uh, it is something that you can move past, but you cannot ever diminish um, I remember there's a book called Fill the Fear and Do It Anyway. Mm -hmm. There were three like ground rules in the book. I think the first one was everybody's experiencing it. So it's like a shared human experience. You're not alone. Mm -hmm. um, unless you're a psychopath, I guess you still fear things. I don't know. <laughs> Good question for another, another conversation. <laughs> uh, the second one was, as long as I'm continuing to grow, I'm going to experience fear because it's always going to be you know, new. And the third one was, uh, in order for fear to go away, you need to take action first and then it will go away. So it's not going, it's, you would think that, oh, I'll just wait, it's going to be cool. No, you have to take action and it will go away. But again, it will come back when you are expanding and expanding and expanding, but it's always, you can move past it. And then we'll, I know that, see, I, I have all this nice information. I also, in the book, there is the explanation of the fear is I can't handle it. You know, I can't handle criticism. I can't, this, every fear is, is here. I can't handle it. Whether it's a death of my father or whatever, I can't handle it, you know? And mm. so, because that's the fear, like that's the root of I can't handle it, the criticism, the judgment, whatever, shame. Um, if once you unlock that, it's easier to understand. So I mentally, I think, intellectually understand all of that, you know, and I'm still here. I am like, I'm not expressing myself. <laughs> so that's like, that's like a different ballgame, right? <laughs> yeah, and that's exactly it. Like it's um, transformation is more than, than just changing knowledge. The, the knowledge or changing yeah. the perspective on it on a mental level because it needs to go through the entire body and the energetic level is where, where we get stuck mm. because we know how to do differently that we want something else instead but there is something in us that's activated kind of, um, I like to refer to it as the animal body the nervous system it's just a response that's taking over where we have we feel we have no control over it mm -hmm. and then we because fear always tries to protect something um what what's behind the fear like what are we trying to protect what don't we want other people to see um where where is the fear coming from so as long as we haven't explored that um the the energetic, the energetics, yeah, will stay the same. And then it's so hard to move out of that. So working on the energetic level is, is how do we change amazing. energy then? That's my next question. Like, how do we work on the energetic level? Do we need to go to the jungle and like hang out with shamans and like do a session with you? Like, how do we, how do we get? <laughs> no, you don't, you don't need to go to the jungle. I mean, there are so many ways how you connect to yourself, how you connect to your energy. First, it starts out with awareness. And there is like no, no magic pill that, uh, or no magic exercise that I could give you now and say, if you do this one thing, 
you can immediately change your energy. That's for you to explore. But what the, the common thread is in all of them, getting back to you, to your true essence, moving past the layer of conditioning of the mind. If you, you can imagine yourself basically your inner being is this, this naked human being, right? And the programming that we have, the conditioning is the clothing we're wearing. Mm -hmm. So seeing yourself in the naked version and our mind always keeps us seeing what we're wearing. Um, so once, once we remove um, those beliefs or see that it's actually only the mind creating this fear or the mind thinking that thought mm -hmm. and we go deeper and explore who's actually the one who's doing the thinking like what what is the inner being about that's how we calm the nervous system again and there are different ways how to do it i mean meditation is an amazing way and there are like thousands of different ways of meditation by itself just any form of getting back to yourself and into the body, into the present moment, not worrying about the future or thinking of, about the past, regretting what has happened, removing all of that and bringing you back to healing yourself and healing your inner frequency. And from that, from that um, state, taking action. There are certain like exercises that you can do where you basically embody the energies of, of different per perspectives and you work with it, you play with it. It's not a role play type, but um, energy is released and changed by feeling it, by moving it. Mm -hmm. So it will evolve embodying that certain energy, that certain frequency, maybe that biggest fear and feeling it so you can move it. Mm -hmm. that's um yeah that's that's how i would describe it um so awareness coming back to yourself to present moment and at the same time this energetic emotional um clean up of feeling it removing it so you can come back to the inner core mm -hmm. yeah well that's really good that you share that i'm i think i'm going to be going back to this clip and just re-listening this part um whenever I feel like I need that grounding experience and looking within mm -hmm. myself um I remember looking at again going back to Susie because she's such a firm believer in intuitive and energy she also talked about how ideas are energies as well and in order for you to have an idea coming to your mind that you need to catch the frequency and so there is a reason why an idea is coming and knocking on the door mm -hmm. um, that, is, that you're catching that idea. Well, what is your take on that? Like, what, do you feel like that's, that's also something that, that's an energy, like the idea itself of like a business or whatever? Um, yeah, all this energy and quantum physics is slowly like bringing both worlds together with what some people consider as the spiritual, the woo-woo, like all this energy stuff and mm -hmm. like hot science um it's now all coming together and what is it it's proving i mean if you look at people like bruce lipton he's he and his work are amazing so i highly recommend to check it out um how what you're thinking affects your health affects your body affects your state of being because mm -hmm. thoughts as well are energy and it will create our reality in the end. So whatever we cannot imagine will never show up in our reality. Mm -hmm. And whatever we think and give attention to, give focus to, will show up in our reality eventually because the, the um, job of the mind is to ensure that there's congruence between what we're believing, what we're thinking, and what we see in the outside world. And that's a crucial part. So like, I want to repeat that again. The mind is there to kind of proof. create that congruence, yeah, to, to create that proof that what we're believing is 
the same what we're seeing in the outside. Otherwise, we would go nuts if suddenly uh, the sky wouldn't be blue but like red. Mm -hmm. We would we would not know what's going on. We would think what's wrong, or if we speak to someone and no one would react to us anymore, um, mm -hmm. as if we were invisible. We that would completely throw us off. So the mind wants to establish that congruence. And what does that mean in the end for our beliefs? So whatever belief we have that's not in favor of what we actually want to draw in, um, that would still in the end somehow manifest on the outside because our mind will, will try to establish that congruence by, for example, focusing on exactly finding proof that can happen subconsciously, finding proof for what we fear most, mm. finding evidence for, oh no, it's not going wrong. Like we're focusing on, on the wrong thing. So where is, where is the um, focus? Where is our attention? Um, yeah, that's that's my take on it. So, highly, highly resonate with that. Mm -hmm. And so, so we really need to watch what's what are we thinking about, yeah. what is in our head, and and clear that or or affirm things that are you know positive and and tune into that more and not feed you know and feed into the negativity as well, because yeah. that can cause problems. Yeah, and it's also not so easy if you have. Um, those negative thoughts or if you're stuck in the monkey mind you know you're just going down the loop oh my god um, nothing is working and then you you just spiral down it's very difficult to just shift your thoughts to the opposite and saying oh yeah actually no I'm good everything will be fine that's why affirmations also don't work as well mm -hmm. because you're then telling yourself the opposite on a verbal level but you're your entire system your body isn't believing it then there is no congruence it's and so interesting it's so interesting that you say that because um i was just talking to like one of the coaches as well about this and i said well i have this vision for myself and this future self or higher self whatever you want to call it and i go hang out with her in hypnotherapy all the time right mm -hmm. and and i always tell her i do affirmations but they don't work for me but then I still got frustrated about my circumstances of what I have. And she's like, you're misalignment, you're misalignment. Of course, it's not going to work for you because you need to believe that you embody that whoever you think is in the future or whatever higher self that you think. And then you're going to be able to see the results that you're looking for. Like, What do you mm -hmm. think about that? <laughs> she's absolutely right. You need to not only think it, but you need to feel it as if it actually also happens mm -hmm. and at the same time you need to release the expectation that what you desire will come mm -hmm. so you kind of need to feel I'm already having it mm -hmm. um, and at the same time have this infinite patience that you're also okay if it will never show up and that's <laughs> that's a very like difficult spot to be in um, but but that's actually the energetic field where it will then manifest. It's and if we if we try to go from down in the mindfuck spiral up to oh I'm embodying it it's already here that's a big stretch. So one trick is to focus on something neutral to get you out of that mindfuck spiral. Mm -hmm. For example, to um, do little exercises that bring you back to your body. And I have one that's super easy that I can share with you here. It's try it out, it works in any situation. Whenever you notice your mind is like spiraling in the direction or you're thinking thoughts you don't like, mm -hmm. um, just rub your fingertips mm -hmm. like, and try to feel the ridges of your fingertips and really focus mm -hmm. on, on your body and the sensation that you have in your body just for a second. That will take you away from the negative thoughts, but it will it won't bring you to the like high state where you want to be. But mm -hmm. you need to go through the level in between where you're in a neutral space. Otherwise, the the gap is too wide. So whenever something comes up, you can do that. You can do that in a meeting. Just when something triggers you, just remind your body again to be present. 
And that's a very subtle thing that works quite well. You can do it everywhere. That's also the basic of meditation, right? To mm -hmm. like bring you out of what you were thinking into just the present moment. But we cannot always sit down and close our eyes and meditate wherever we are. And mm -hmm. this little uh, trick we can do anywhere. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you kind of need the, the neutral level and in between if you want to go from really down in the spiral to back into uh, flow. Mm -hmm. Well, that's a really good tip. Thank you so much. I think I'll try it. But it's it's not easy, especially uh, when you are such a visionary for yourself and you see the higher self and you hang out with your higher self all the time. Like we have we have full blown conversations. Like she says a lot of things, and I'm so happy to be like a big happy family, you know. <laughs> uh but like um embodying that and just like you said like letting go of the expectation is when when something comes to you um congruency is something we talked about and i want to briefly touch on congruency as well because the reason why we had this podcast the first place is because we talked a lot about having this fake you know this, this fakeness about the branding and the fluff you know and mm -hmm. how can something look so perfect on the surface? But when you really talk to that person, you realize that was just, you know, it's com completely different. You know, that's not congruent with what they are portraying. Um, what do you think about that in general? Like, did you see that? Do you see that in your own, you know, circle as well? Like people are plastering these featured on featured on branding type of thing. And that congruency, that's just not who the person is and uh, yeah what do you think about that I want to touch on that for sure mm -hmm. yeah so I've that's also something I've noticed in in my environment or on social media where that there is sometimes not congruence um, that you have a certain image of something someone that's been created by what's been put out but then when you meet the the energetic field it's mm -hmm. different and of course everyone can have a bad day or be off but it's about is what you're putting out about yourself is that aligned with your baseline frequency and the baseline frequency is what we fall back to most of the time there will be lows and there will be highs there will be days where we radiate more and there will be days where we're just feeling shitty and we're not delivering what we would wish we deliver. We're mm -hmm. just not living up to our expectations or the expectations of our mind. But what's the baseline frequency? And as long as the baseline frequency is really aligned with what you show, that will feel congruent, that will feel authentic. Mm -hmm. um, if it's not, you will feel it energetically. And um, we humans try to try to fit a certain image that's how we've been like brought up to be able to fit in it starts with at school which i like to call the um slave and training program oh. because <laughs> it's it basically um tries to neutralize Heal. our yeah neutralize the uniqueness because everybody has their own unique gifts and talents and instead of being encouraged to express them we're being told um, how to be, what to do, how to do things, yeah, to, to uh, be successful and uh, get a certain grade, right? So um, we unlearn to express our uniqueness. And this is why we also have the idea of oh, we need to portray a certain image in order to be successful. This is where, where it comes from, from the early conditioning. Um, but I... I highly resonate with like personally the content of people where I see, wow, they're really authentic. They might be weirdos. They might just like, everybody is a weirdo in the end and has their own way of doing it. And that's what makes us unique. Um, and if someone is just fully living that without giving a fuck and just really expressing who they are, that's what, what draws you in. That's where, where I resonate most with if something. Someone is like really just being them yeah. and not, not caring. Yeah. Well, that's powerful. And that's what influence, mm -hmm. I think. Like that is where you inspire 
when you yeah. really, really just I, I'm not saying you should not give a fuck because it's like you should give a fuck about things that are matter to you yeah so that's like picking where to give fucks um you mentioned about school and how that's you know conditioning us in, in killing the creativity of authenticity mm-hmm. is this something that you help people in your program to kind of relearn who they are and getting aligned who they are yeah and that's not only like the clients i work with but i i believe that um all of us humans were in that process of in the first few years we we get conditioned we all have our like baggage that we carry around we have a certain view and then later in life we um are in circumstances where this is not helping us or, or this conditioning is not beneficial for us anymore and then we, we if we wake up if we go on that path of self-exploration personal development we slowly start unlearning those things and taking off those layers to come back to who we are beyond that who, who we are as an inner being mm-hmm. so it's it's a collective process i would say that's happening mm-hmm. uh- Can you tell us about your programs before we wrap up? Because I want mm-hmm. the listeners to be to be learning uh, exactly what you help with your programs. Yeah. If you have different ones, so whoever is interested in contacting you, they can hear a bit more about that as well. Yeah. So I basically um, have two, two or three different different ways actually of working with me. I have a one-on-one incubator in which I go really deep with someone, and I help people to move from the rational performance driven exactly from that existing paradigm into mm-hmm. tapping into their intuition and um, combining that to find that congruence, to find that heart brain coherence and to live from that. Mm-hmm. Um, I use different tools and techniques within that. So as I also have a shamanic background and I'm a shamanic practitioner, um, that's part of it, sh- shamanic work, mm-hmm. shadow work, also working with um, tools that explore expanded states of consciousness mm-hmm. can be part of it, but doesn't need to be. Mm-hmm. That's the, the one-on-one journeys I take people deep in. And I also have group programs from time to time. Currently, I'm uh, running one soon that is called the Transformation Codes. And this is exactly where I will be sharing about the energetics of transformation, what's going mm-hmm. on, and also sharing from my own personal experience what, what has helped mm-hmm. to, to really shift. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm also lecturing at a university about how to design for human transformation. So I'll, I'll um, also weave some of that in. Um, to, and it's for the people who really are on the verge and want to shift something. They want to change something, but they're feeling, I've tried. And I, exactly at that energetic level we talked about, I get stuck and I want to learn how to manage that mm. and what's beyond that. Um, so this is the transformation codes. And then I also, as I love to design experiences, I'm also offering personal immersions here in Mexico, where I'm mm. living in the Tulum area, where I take people deep on a two, three, four day journey where we will just embrace different activities and go through different experiences that help you to reconnect to your own frequency and get to know yourself better. Like what is your take on purpose? Like I want to hear the, the, the expert on the purpose finding type. Well, there are so many like ways to approach purpose, but definitely purpose is a misunderstood topic. It's more than just a mission or um, like a profession that we embrace during our life and like you had someone being a doctor and knowing they want to be a doctor that's not really purpose um, purpose to me is first of all knowing who you are like what your uniqueness is and fully expressing that and also taking into account all the experiences you've been through in your life because they shaped who you are right so Um, asking yourself the question now when I look back at my life like all the things I've been through what does life want from me mm-hmm. like why did life send me through all of this and gave me the gifts I have like what how does life want me to express myself 
Mm-hmm. Um, and purpose can also be something like my purpose is to stay fluid in life and be a constant evolving version of myself and um, and have as many different jobs as I want to or have the freedom to um, embrace any identity at any moment. This could also be a purpose. So mm-hmm. um, kind of freeing ourselves from the idea that purpose is attached to one specific mm-hmm. lifestyle. It's more a feeling, a sensation. Uh, yeah, what? how do I want to express my uniqueness here during this lifetime? Mm-hmm. What would that look like for me? Mm-hmm. And knowing why you do that. Like what, what in you is it that is really pushing you forward because that's also if you remind yourself of that in in the moments where you're doubting or where things are difficult that's the fuel that keeps you going so knowing why you're doing it and who you are who you truly are inside the powerful being that you are inside and um, how you want to express the presence of this powerful being here in your life Mm-hmm. Is, this something, is this something that you help your clients with as well during the sessions that to redefine that flooded image of purpose that you know purpose you know it should be like this profession that profession that it's just not something that is so you know like tangible absolutely yeah because purpose is also so closely connected to authentic expression and to yeah. your brand so ideally like all of those are congruent and then you're in alignment that's that's where the flow state happens that's where things just are easy because you're not doing anything in particular you're just being you and truly expressing what you love and what wants to come through you Mm -hmm. now that's a lovely uh place to be and i'm so Mm -hmm. happy that you came to this podcast and we had this conversation yeah thank you so much for the invite